When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Welcome to the family with Tevin Pippen, Alex Brampernard, <laughs> co-host Catherine Brandt, Andy Brampernard, and Mike Bryant. What do you think of that action, ladies and gentlemen? We'll take a break. Be right back. Kick off the second hour. Got a nice text message from Jimmy Francis, the mayor of South St. Paul. And, of course, we got the return of the great Greek, Kostaki mm-hmm. Economopoulos. The great Greek. Well, there's the good Greek down here, but he's the great Greek. Yes. It's a big difference. Step aside, Ajax. Yes. <laughs> we'll be right back. You want to do a live this no, time? No, just roll it. No? Okay. Tommy, I never believed it until now, but apparently you're a pretty big deal. Was there ever a question in your mind? Well, you might say I was a doubting Thomas. See what I did there? Yes, how incredibly clever. Anyway, what's your point? Well, last month I was trying to find you a car to replace the Mafia Mobile and suggested leasing a Nissan Altima as it was impossible to find your first choice. I love that Altima, and I'm actually looking forward to checking out... The all-wheel drive as soon as it's known. Well, apparently someone at Nissan was listening to us, and at this month, at Coon Rapids Nissan and Burnsville Nissan, we can offer short-term 18-month leases. That's actually pretty smart. By then, the chip shortage will be over, right? Man, I hope so. The only chip shortage I want to hear about is Bilski dumping one into the bunker. By the way, for the first time ever, Coon Rapids Nissan was number one in the state, and Burnsville was number two. Your Altima was actually one of the cars that put J-Lo on top. To learn more about short-term leasing, stop into Burnsville Nissan or Coon Rapids Nissan. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Uh, we're just trying to represent people who have been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. How many people are out there in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters will want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this, if the adjuster really truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know? And that's exactly my my question is, you have to understand who has the best, your best interest in mind, correct? Well, you want to know what your rights are. You know, whether yep. or not you decide yep. you're going to hire us or not, that's a choice. It's a free consultation, and you want to understand what your, all your rights are and what coverages you have. And plus the fact, I hang out with you, so you got to be a good guy <laughs> if I'm hanging out with you. Uh, maybe. <laughs> uh, okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant.
Hey folks, Brian Zepp here. Spring is gearing up, and if you're like me, you've already got the itch to hit the road. Make sure you and your motorcycle are ready with Dennis Kirk. Whatever you ride, Harley, Indian, Metric Cruiser, or Sport Bike, you'll find what you need at DennisKirk.com. They've got 160,000 parts and accessories in stock, clothing and helmets too. Order before 8 p.m. and they ship the same day. Plus, shipping is free for orders over 89 bucks. Get in gear and head to DennisKirk.com. Take it from Zep. They ship today. We're rocking out, man. Uh, got a text from Jimmy Francis, the mayor of South St. Paul, who says, and I quote, you should have Shelby on the podcast. He's working to get better at talking. He sounds great. Love to hear you guys tell stories. Plus, I'll bet it would make him happy to be asked. Way ahead of you, Jimmy. I already got him booked for the first week right after uh, right after Easter. Oh, there nice. You go. Also, hey. his condition isn't secret anymore. No, no, it's been well, public. Okay, yeah, it's been public. But Don Shelby is going to be on. He's yeah. We're going to have him on the KQ Morning Show as well. But we're going to have him on here first because we work together here. And I've said this before, and I'll say it again. Don Shelby was a great inspiration to me. Anytime I had a, a tough question that needed to be answered, or somebody was driving me nuts. I'd go over to Channel 4 when Don Shelby was the, the lead anchor there. We'd go up on the roof of Channel 4 and sit up there and smoke a cigar and talk about how to handle this situation, that situation, why people do the things they do. And I learned a lot from Don Shelby. He's a great friend. I love the man. And I cannot wait to have him uh, back on the show. It would be fantastic. Great. So, Jimmy Francis, thank you for the idea. But Don Shelby, I cannot wait to see him. Be yeah. terrific, Pally. You can make fun right? of me more. Great. Don Shelby used to love to make fun of you. She's on my case all, all the time. It was all from love. Yeah. It was all love. No yeah. Yeah. And then Jimmy Francis. I thought when he first texted it would be something important, not like Don Shelby, but you know, inviting us to dinner again. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. Great to be here. That boy can cook. That yeah. is true. Oh yeah? No doubt. Oh yeah. The Jimmy Francis can cook, no doubt about it. Had a great time, but that is the whole situation. That's the whole shooting match, ladies and gentlemen. Should um, we uh, do a do a hands up around the table, offensive or not offensive for the Babylon Bee? Okay, okay and then I'll I'll deliver the line from Broderick Crawford. It was phenomenal. Okay, so is this offensive or or not offensive to you? Going around the table, Twitter locked the account. Of Which is true. The parody, uh, the parody, parody site, the Babylon Bee, because it awarded Rachel Levine, mm-hmm. the Biden administration transgender official, the title of Man of the Year. Tevin, are you offended? I mean, me personally, not offended, but I mean, Alex? she probably is, or he. She. I, she? Think okay. I don't know enough <laughs> about <laughs> any of these people to have an yeah, opinion. Yeah, really, you don't know. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know who that All person right. is. Michael? Offended by Twitter doing that or offended by them Offend- doing it? Which, well, which offended anyway. Yeah, I'm, I, that kind of stuff. I don't like when Twitter bans anybody because of free speech. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. And then alternatively, um, you know, them doing it, they think that's funny. I personally don't, but I, it's, you know, funny in that. People say a lot set. worse stuff on right. Twitter, that's for sure. Yeah, that's true. Okay, Andy? <laughs> uh, I mean, I don't really pay it that much attention either, but, like, I think my opinion is pretty much the same as Michael's. It's like you're allowed to be unfunny if you want. Right. Who cares? 
Well, yeah, and, and speaking of transgender, there was the NCAA swimmer yeah, the that yeah. he yep. was yeah transgender to female, and then won the NCAA yep. national championship thing, and yeah. then mm-hmm. in his next or her next race, took last place like after like right. all of the controversy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <coughs> but yeah. it's been three hundred or four hundred the year before mm-hmm. as a man, yeah, and then one as a woman, yeah, yeah. and. Um, yeah, I was. I, I actually uh, somebody was giving me a whole discussion about that that was really worked up about that, and yeah, because well, it kind of, of things, fuels yeah fuels everybody as well. They're going to come into a female sport and dominate. Uh, oh, but the thing, thing is, it's like there's no right answer. No, for no, any of this, it's right. like because people yeah, are like right. they should have their own transgender league, and it's like okay, so like the three transgender yeah. swimmers right. that want to compete at that level or want to compete default. against each other, like yeah. what? And then, yeah, but it's hard because she's six four. Yeah, and it's like right. she's competing mm. against probably like five foot two right. and around that. Like you're gonna swimming if you have that wingspan, that's right. an advantage. Yeah. And so, right. I don't know. It's hard. Yeah, there's. I was reading an article in some of the comments about it. It's like there's just no, there's no right answer. I, I don't really get what thrill they get out of winning like that it's I like you know no. if i go down yes. and play you know if i go pay your kids in a basketball game mm-hmm. know. you know what i mean it's like, yeah. like, like dunk time. dunk on you fawn kill those it's like five year olds and then alternatively you look at it in the yeah. long run there really isn't any win or championship or anything out there that really makes that big a difference in the historical world. No. I know, you that's know? one person was like, maybe make less of a big deal about like no. these championships right. things. But then at the same time, it's like these biological women have worked really hard right. just to yeah. try to do their yeah. best. And then I saw this other place person be like second's the new first like if you're competing against somebody that has like a physical very clear physical advantage over you if you get second like you got first yeah i know but it just it still does feel like it's just one more way to cancel biological women out it just does i I, that was one of the points i was i was listening to yesterday and it's like there's the point on that um and i i do the high school stuff about scholarships and that impact Mm-hmm. Um, I can understand, you know, that that's a financial argument. Mm-hmm. Um, but overall, it's one of those that's like, I don't I don't see how it's that important for them. And I don't see how it's I there's some parts of it that are like, I, I'm not going to worry a ton about the whole world. Right. Well, well, now that Kostaki is done doing Tai Chi, he can uh, sit down and talk <laughs> here. I got to throw I one know you're watching me. I was trying to set things up. Oh, here. is that what was going on? All I saw was you standing with your arms out like an airplane and spinning around slowly. And I was like, okay. hmm. I decided to close the shades behind me. Centering so your cheek. Oh, but... we thought. We thought you were watching Cobra Kai again. Yeah, yeah, there you go, Cobra Kai. <laughs> you see the controversial new or or uh, information on the Patriots today? What's that? What Malcolm that? Butler's getting a tryout apparently. Oh, that's interesting. He's All an right. interesting guy because he's got the highs and the lows yeah. with that team. So we'll see if they bring yeah. him back. Boy, does he ever! Uh, yeah, that's a cool story. Oh, I haven't taught you. I I took like a month off, and the whole league turned upside down we got a lot to yeah, cover yeah, kids. playing pineapple the whole time that's <laughs> yeah i did play a little poker it's good <laughs> so brady i guess we could start with the patriots brady's back brady's like the bad guy in a movie that we think is dead. why do we let him <laughs> lay there put 10 more bullets you gotta shoot him in the face oh <laughs> so what is belichick 
Belichick tested, texted congrats on unretiring to Tom Jones. Am I right, everybody? <laughs> the Falcons were having their best offseason ever. The division around them was falling apart. Brady left. The Saints coach, uh, Sean Payton, left. Breeze is gone. The Panthers are terrible. Kamara was in jail. And then Brady comes back, and the Falcons wide out. Calvin Ridley is suspended for a year for betting on football. What the hell? He, he missed most of last year working on his mental health. Now he's going to lose $11 million. You thought he was depressed before. It's, he he bet $1,500 and lost $11 million. Yeah. That's a tough day. That's, right. That's a and, bad gamble. And he bet on the That's, Falcons. Right. That's a very And he bet on the Falcons. Yeah. Right. They were worried he had inside information. Inside information needs a vision test. <laughs> there you have it. He said he doesn't have a gambling problem. Dude. You you bet some money and you lost eleven million. That's gambling and that's a pretty significant problem. Uh, you bet on parlays for the Falcons to win. I guess his mental health is still in question. Mm-hmm. I hope I hope Goodell called Ridley and said eight game suspension. You want to take the over? <laughs> <laughs> Double or nothing. Ah. <laughs> uh. Forget the draft. I hope the Falcons sign some defensive free agents from the Ukrainian army. Those mm. guys are good. They're doing good. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> do you do you make any sense out of the Packers, what they're doing? I guess they got their guy and they, you know, they couldn't talk everyone else into staying, I guess. <laughs> uh, what are you going to do? You know, Devontae Adams, big trade. He's going mm-hmm. to the Raiders. That's crazy. Julio Jones released by the Titans. Really? Julio, of course, uh, hurt by the news. He's day to day. God. But at least the Falcons didn't decide Deshaun Watson. Apparently, that was close. Yeah, they were looking at him. Deshaun Watson now in Cleveland. Deshaun said he want, he's excited about playing for the Browns. Boy, the time away has really scrambled his brain. <laughs> <laughs> this is bad Poor news Cleveland. for cornerbacks in the AFC North. And masseuses <laughs> all over northern Ohio. Mm-hmm. Don't forget the masseuses. For the... Now, now what happens to, to the at-home with Baker Mayfield commercials? Nobody <laughs> wants to go home with Deshaun Watson. True. In some of this, I saw, I said, people think Baker Mayfield needs to be humbled. You just told him he's not good enough to play quarterback for the Cleveland Browns. Isn't that humbling enough? <laughs> They said the Browns are moving on from Mayfield because they want an adult at quarterback. Call me old-fashioned, but I think an adult is someone who keeps his penis in his pants when that's appropriate. <laughs> good good plan. 22 civil lawsuits pending over sexual misconduct. I wouldn't what? touch this guy with a yep. 10-foot pole. Yep, he's oh, got a lot of cases going there. <clears throat> Wait a minute. Did you I don't, say know, 10 why, foot I don't pole? know why a team would sign this guy. I wouldn't touch him with a 10-foot pole, but he'll touch you with his. Mm-hmm. You know that famous picture of the woman in the Browns jersey with all the quarterbacks listed down the back, yep. right? Mm-hmm. Watson has creepily touched more people than that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know why the GM signature on the contract is messy with Watson's contract? <laughs> because in order to sign it, he had to look the other way, everybody. Mm-hmm. He had to look a different direction. <laughs> this is the most guaranteed money in NFL history. That's the guy you're giving it to? That's oh, terrible. Isn't that amazing? The money now. Kostaki has got a, a, a buck twenty-five from the Twins. I mean, Jesus. Mm-hmm. 
They are spending some money. No, man. Don't worry, it'll be even higher next year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. That's right. That's right. I love Except the phrase uh, "most guaranteed money in NFL <laughs> history." NFL history is a funny phrase. What? What's your major? Western civilization with a minor in NFL history? <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. So far, we've covered up through the icky shuffle. So you know, I'm studying NFL history. <laughs> I love the Icky Shuffle back in the day, the though. Icky the Icky Shuffle. Have you seen Icky lately? Icky's gotten very big lately. Yeah, there's a little more jiggle Sorry, to the shuffle. There's a lot more, lot more <laughs> Icky going on. He's not a professional athlete anymore, you know. Right. That does tend to be how it goes. You lose all that yeah. muscle and you replace it with something else. Well, yeah, and typically it's like if you were a like wide receiver, you tend to get bigger because you had to work harder to stay small, and then mm-hmm. alignment usually loses weight. Well, you, I mean, they're probably used to eating thirty five hundred calories yeah. a day. So Me yeah, too. you stop playing. Sure. You stop playing football. You're going to keep eating like that, and that's not a good combo. <laughs> that's right. Uh, what else? We got some other minor news. The Colts uh, propose an overtime change for regular and postseason. Well, that's cute. The Colts think they're going to be in the postseason. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is cute. It's adorable. DK Metcalf had surgery to have a screw removed from his foot. Antonio Brown has some screws loose. He and Kanye have decided to leave yeah. him alone. Yeah. Brian Flores got a job. Steelers hired him. Yep. Uh, Belichick sent congrats text to uh, Brian Cranston. (laughs) (laughs) I love Brian Cranston. (laughs) Me too. Your team, the Vikings, hired uh, head coach Kevin O'Connell. Yeah. With all the eyes and the conversation about race, is that the whitest name you could find? Yeah, Kevin (laughs) O'Connell. Whitey McWhitestaff wasn't available. Whitey McWhitestaff. A group of crypto enthusiasts want to buy the Broncos. Uh, that's fitting for a team that's good on paper. Am I right, everybody? <laughs> See? On paper. <laughs> on paper. All right, yeah, it's a little Dennis Millery. Uh, uh, we open with the Patriots. Let's close with the Patriots, too. A woman recognized by the Patriots as their oldest fan has died at the age of 106. Oh. She was sold. She remembered Tom Brady's first game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. She remembered when they would film the other team's locker room in black and white. That's uh, how old. Mm-hmm. She was old. Mm. <laughs> I should have 10 of these. I don't know. I only yeah. have it seems like you should be able to uh, bring up some more there. <laughs> Some more of the awful Patriots history, yes. Mm-hmm. When she Terrible. remembers when Belichick used to send, what, carrier pigeons to the wrong person? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, they're, okay. <laughs> this is good. Let's workshop this joke. <laughs> Stone carvings of his penis yeah. to other people. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Uh, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> How are you guys? I went right into the jokes. I didn't even say hello. Well, no, I mean, fantastic. Yeah, we're having a nice time, you know. It's all working out in the end. It's nice and warm now. It's Well, it was 60 yesterday. Yep. Fawn was running around in a swimsuit making a beach on our deck. Uh, 
Yeah, I, was, I didn't even have. I was. Uh, I was sixty in, uh, in Minneapolis in March. Yep. That's yep. Great. Yeah, That's I was great. out there in a t-shirt yesterday, uh, cleaning out the garage. Yeah, I took I took uh, my dog for a walk, and it's like you just see people coming out of their house, oh like God, rubbing the sleep out of their eyes. Like yeah. it's warm, we oh, can we can come outside. Yeah, I talked to all these neighbors I haven't seen in months because I'm like always out walking my dog. But it was like you know people are like playing catch in the front yard oh, yeah. and like uh, yeah. I know, you had funny. neighbors playing catch. Yeah. Thought all your neighbors were like 80 or 90 years old. Uh, all of the direct, like right yeah, next to us, but down the street, okay. there are a couple. There's like a young boy. And, <laughs> okay. yeah. yeah, in our neighborhood, it's all either very old people or like people slightly older than us. No, oh, really? That's okay. like the two types. Oh. We're the youngsters on the block. We are too. <laughs> Youngsters. Mm-hmm. I was trying to think if we are. No, we're not. <laughs> oh, she laughs. In I this like building, that. we are. So how, yeah, how have you been doing are. in pineapple there, Kostagi? Oh, up and down, but uh, mostly good. I love I love playing cards on the line. It's so fun. I haven't been I haven't played live poker in about two years. I'm kind of itchy to do that. But so do you play multiple games or just pineapple? Oh, I. Yeah, I, I usually four table. I'm kind of playing four at once. It helps you fold more often, which is probably good. <laughs> it helps long you run. fold more up. Yeah. What is, oh, what is pineapple? What is that? There's pineapple and there's crazy pineapple. It's a, it's a variation of Hold'em. Mm-hmm. Hold'em is two down cards, right? And Omaha is mm-hmm. four down cards. Pineapple and crazy pineapple have three down cards, and you give one back sort of along the way. So it's Hold'em... Plus, and it's a it's little got, extra hold. You're right. That multiple, does sound crazy. It's got multiple <laughs> levels where you've got to rank what level your cards come in, and it's, it's got a lot of stuff going on all at once. I play it my does, five of diamonds and face down position. It's not quite as crazy position. as Omaha. It's sort of no. It's it's hold them with a little bit of Omaha. That's what it is. Mm. God, I have no I, I, idea what you guys It's a new game on the app. <laughs> I was gonna say, I know most of these words, but in the context, it doesn't make any sense. I'm a joker. Do I play this sense. or do I throw I it away? It's, Sorry, that was a little deep dive into poker. I play a lot of go fish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of go fish. Yeah. Yeah. We used to play old maid when Sage we were kids. Sage loves yep. go fish. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> That's a gateway drug to poker, probably. I could see him. He loves games in general. Yeah, mm. I could probably teach him poker, and he'd be like, sure, let's do it. I'm sure that's why I love poker, because I played chess, and I used to play cards with my grandmother, and we, we were always playing games when I was a kid. I always loved games. Well, think games. I, think you could, I think you could teach like 80% of life's important lessons to a child over a board game. Have, have, oh, you, yeah. have you seen that bad vegan the, oh my gosh, yeah. that is the craziest documentary. No, oh my gosh, Dan and I were going to watch, we watched something on Saturday and we were kind of looking through stuff and we were like, what is this bad view? You have to like, watch it. What? But like the mom comes home <clears throat> and the little kid is rolling dice and he's like, daddy needs a new pair of shoes yep, yep, and she yep, realizes what? that the dad was taking him out yeah, and went and took his table. arm and playing dice with him. <laughs> That's how this guy just grew up as a gambler. So yeah. there's a gateway drug yeah. there. Well, yeah, okay, oh, so wow. the bad vegan, it's a Netflix documentary Documentary, and it's about this woman who she had like a she vegan blog yeah. or she vegan restaurant chef restaurant yes. in New York. Yeah, pure yep. food and wine, like presidents went and ate there. Yeah. yeah, and then she met this guy that told her that he could make her dog immortal. Yep. Yeah, but that's not re- the key was. But that's that, what it says in the. Right, right. But that's a very, so we that's a very like, minute which, part of it. We were like. Is this the highlight? Mm. Like that's weird. Yeah, <laughs> he's gonna, immortal talk. He was gonna fix all her financial problems. Yeah, yeah. And there's a okay. very interesting theory thrown out near the in the last 
show. The show's the show's four, okay. It's a show. It's four not four shows okay. that should be three. They spend way too damn much time on the pizza. The pizza is yeah. unimportant. But pizza. beyond that, yeah, that's okay. how they get them is with a credit card that they use to buy pizza. Oh, okay. it's like an Al Capone kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah I want to watch that. I want to watch the Tinder Swindler. That's the also Tinder pretty Swindler. Good. I want to watch. And those are like very similar like yeah, concept like, yeah. wise. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> But I got into the gateway drug part of it. That's how I got there. <laughs> That's so. how we ended up on that tangent. I forgot about the daddy needs so a So there was a link shoes. to what, what Kisaki was talking about oh there. <laughs> I don't know any of this. i got to catch up. These sound very interesting. Yeah, it's yeah. on Netflix. gives you something mm-hmm. to do. But it is it, easily they could have cut an hour out of that story. Oh yeah, they. Which I feel <laughs> when they when they have the cops in there going. So we got the pizza and we found out where it was going and we went down there and we yeah. talked to them about the pizza. Right. It's like, You're like, the, why the do you most, keep saying pizza? We have no story here. No. You know, so. No boy. <laughs> and I feel like a lot of those Netflix documentary kind of things. It's like. This could have been right. well, especially because they they spend lot. so much time building up to it. It's like okay, we all I see know. where this it's is going like, now. Just put a nice little bow on it and call it a day. Yeah, but I then. watched the staircase, but I quit because I was like, "You're spending way too much time on the fact this guy's bisexual. I don't care. How does this have anything to do with anything?" I don't even know anything about that one. It's this guy whose wife was found dead at the end of a staircase, and. Everyone was like, he obviously pushed her down the staircase. Because and he was then bisexual. Because yeah. of his you know bisexuality. <laughs> they always are pushing people, people downstairs, downstairs wow. left and right. Wow. That's how I hope to go. Down the being stairs. pushed downstairs? <laughs> Noted. No, not being pushed. Just at the bottom of a staircase so nobody ever really knows. Mm. What yeah. Oh, mysteriously. Oh, yeah, if, my, yeah, yeah, if yeah. I could die mysteriously yeah. and become a Netflix great. documentary. Perfect. But like at an old age yes. where you're like, I'm ready to die, but I want it to be mysterious. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, nobody will know. Great. Was it? Was it your father? Was it? Could have been. <laughs> Tough to say. <laughs> There's no evidence to prove otherwise. Like, well, he's not bisexual. So he yeah, I was going to say, if he's bisexual, then it probably maybe was by him. then. <laughs> Never know. A, a clip from this podcast is definitely going to be in the document. <laughs> <laughs> See exhibit A as we're all getting interviewed. We talked dad. about it ten years prior. Yeah. My dad's like, well, she asked me to. I don't know what yeah. you want from me. And, this is and, the way she wants. And he is mysteriously quiet. So. Yeah, he is. Quiet. yeah. <laughs> like he's been thinking about this for a while now. Yeah. Yeah. Tom, now you got to go with poison mushrooms. You can't do the stairs. <laughs> the poison mushrooms. Well, he doesn't so cook. I was so gonna say, if my happen. dad ever cooked and she was found poisoned, I would yeah. maybe question. <laughs> yeah, I'll say because there will be accidental. Then. True, mm-hmm. still mysterious. So that's good. So I have we, a question. We keep for seeing quotes from this guy who was poisoned by Putin twice. I'm like, Putin oh, needs yeah. a new poisoner. That's true. He was unsuccessfully <laughs> poisoned twice. I doubled your salt intake. Enjoy your hypertension. <laughs> 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 yes, he's he's killing him very slowly. Yeah. Yeah. Best, best parents at their wedding had a kamikaze pilot, which it's like now he's not a kamikaze pilot. Mm, unsuccessful. He's, he's yeah, like he's one. a wannabe maybe, yeah. but not a kamikaze not a successful pilot. kamikaze pilot. So, yeah. Oh my gosh, buddy. So I think I have your dad had a question. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I yep. do. What is a merit prize? What is that? So a place where you invest, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's, an, yeah, it's an investment company. Yeah. Oh, it's an investment company? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. it's like no. uh, E-Trade uh, or something like that. Oh, and it's Isn't headquartered it? in Minneapolis. That. Headquartered in Minneapolis, and the uh, the chief executive officer, Jim Cracciola, last, uh, last two years together made $127 million. That's pretty good. That is pretty good. 
Hmm. $127 million going to the CEO of an investment company. Uh, but the stock market has pretty much been tanked for... I know. I'm wondering how that happened. <laughs> See, but, you know. that kind of money. Curious. Interesting. <laughs> God bless him. Good, good for you, Pally. James Cracciolo. Oh, well... That's Good more money him. than Deshaun Watson will make this year. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. You're talking about these football players. Well, how about these Ameriprise people? <laughs> All they doing. Yeah. Honest to God. You oh, I got to mention. You get I got to mention a teeny tiny cut every time you move money from here to there. Is that how it works? I think that's oh, called yeah, salami slicing. Yeah. Yes. It's not good. That's what it, that's called. No oh, we do need to take a break here. Yeah. You're right about that. We'll be right back in a couple minutes. <laughs> Kostaki, you got another 10, 15? I I could do 10, but not 15. So yes. Okay, we'll be back for seven minutes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there we go. We'll be right back. Right? <laughs> Tom here for Shift Real Estate. I met the folks from Shift Real Estate last year on our way to Key West and loved their story. Shift Real Estate saves home sellers thousands of dollars on real estate fees because they list for a flat fee of $5,000, and that includes photos, MLS listing, online marketing, and the assistance of a full-time realtor. Tell Shift about your home, and they will tell you how you can save $10,000 or more Shift Real Estate, the common sense way to sell your home. Visit shift2sell.com because life is expensive enough. And we are back with Stretch's Picks. You know, Tom, uh, there's a lot of analysis that goes into these picks. Yeah. And uh, I highly recommend betting, of course. I always recommend betting. Yeah, absolutely. So who's winning this thing? The kitties, the pack, the bears, or the purple? None of the above. Those are all the teams in the division. I know that. Well, who's your pick? I'm going with Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. What? It's not a football team. I know, but it's a hell of an HVAC company. They do the most thorough system tune-up in the industry. Sabre is one of the largest Bryant dealers in the state, which means you save. Yep, I'm going with Sabre, Sabre and Bryant, doing whatever it takes to keep you comfortable. It's also the smartest time to call and schedule your furnace tune-up with Sabre. Get the most thorough tune-up in the industry from the people who keep my home comfortable. Oh, uh, one more thing, Tom. What's that? Visit SabreHeating.com. Tom here, and I'm excited to tell you about a well-being and weight loss program I personally know works. It's called Continuum Weight and Well-Being. So why Continuum? Because if you're like most of their clients, you've tried countless programs and the DIY version of weight loss. If you're back at square one and just not happy with your weight, health, and how you're feeling, great news. Continuum is doing it differently. There are no meal replacements or foods you're required to purchase. They don't just focus on weight loss. They're upfront with their pricing. And most importantly, Continuum is designed for long-term success. Schedule a free consultation and find out more today. Simply... We are back, ladies and gentlemen. News, a little information. Kostaki's got about another five to ten minutes with us. We can address all the problems in the world. That's all I know. You know what I mean? <laughs> giant, giant NFL news broke while we were in break. Wow. Really? The oh. Atlanta Falcons are trading their quarterback, Matt Ryan, to the Indianapolis Colts in exchange for a third-round pick. Really? And I guess what? they're offloading all the, con- all the money in the contract, or at least most of it. Well... So who's their quarterback now in Atlanta? <laughs> That's a great question. Uh, Nobody knows. That kid from Liberty College? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> whatever. Uh, yeah, good question. 
Looks like a rebuilding year, which is what I've been rooting for. I mean, you're going to lose to Tom Brady this year. Go ahead and yeah. maybe get, get your act together. Get maybe you'll get lucky and they'll contracts. get uh, Baker Mayfield. Oh, Baker Mayfield is available. He is <laughs> He's indeed. not going to Indy, I guess. So, yeah, that's true. So why you did Tom Brady return? Money. Because this whole thing was, I need to spend more time with my family, yeah. and then well, he was like, then "Never he mind." Saw what that entailed. <laughs> I don't care Giselle about that. wanted him to run to Target or something. <laughs> yeah, going back. Oh, I have to actually I be with yeah. you. No, no. I think what happened was he spent time with his kids and said, "Screw this! I'm going back to work." Seems yeah. that way. It's hard. Yeah, this is this way is... harder than having yeah. the biggest, scariest men in the world try to crush me. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's probably true. That probably is true. I know when Dan told me he was going back, I was like, okay, so his family thing just didn't work out then, or was yeah. <laughs> like, well, probably. I don't care enough about you guys. I'm gonna go back to football. He's good at what he does, and he sat there watching the story continue on without him, and mm-hmm. it drove him bananas. Got to be the protagonist of life, basically. So he's just gonna play football until he dies. What's the plan there? <clears throat> well, that's there? how a lot of those like. You know, you wonder why. Okay, so you got these, you know, CEOs making a hundred whatever million dollars a year, and it's like, okay, you've been doing this for how long? You're worth how many billions of dollars? Why are you still working? Because they don't yeah, know right. any other they way. Yeah, they. Mm-hmm. I mean, they have to have that power, that control. Yeah, like, what are you without? Right. Exactly. Your job. It's not really about the money for yeah. a lot of them. It's about the status. And once you get yeah. up, give up that status, you can't get it back. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and especially about, in the, I mean, you're the, you're at the center of all the conversations. Yeah, exactly. For all, your whole life, <clears throat> and then you go mm-hmm. away, and no one's talking about you. <laughs> you're dead. There's no cheering when you come into the stadium. <laughs> your yeah. kids do not care. Your kids aren't going to cheer. No, your kids you do not care. Coming That's into sure. your, a room, right? Most kids. <laughs> you know, I really love about him is as successful as he's been. His wife has still made more money than he has. Uh, <laughs> that's yeah. really it's hard phenomenal. to believe. She has? <laughs> oh, yeah. She's like Who's the world's wife? top Giselle model. Bunchen. Yeah. Giselle yep. Bunchen. Is she still a model? Oh, I think I'm, so. Yeah, I believe so. I have oh, no sure. idea. Because I think yeah. she did Victoria's <coughs> Secret. Yeah. I think was her first she was an big angel. whatever. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I think she yeah, alone is worth a- $700 million. Oh my God. Money. Mm-hmm. And she barely has to do anything. I know. True. Other than, you know, just eat like Sachet. kale and quinoa. <laughs> do a lot of cocaine. There you I'm go. sure there's more to that job than I think there is. Yeah, but there it must does be. seem like his skills are harder to replace. It's funny yeah. to me yeah. she makes yeah. so much more. Yeah, because a model, it's like, oh, here's your face and body. It is good. Yeah. Stand here. Yeah. Right? Like, I, you is know. It, <laughs> congratulations Doesn't every on apartment complex have one person like that? Like, uh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> every, <laughs> every apartment, apartment complex, complex has at least one Giselle Bouchard. <laughs> <laughs> just, I'm, I'm just hanging I'm out. I'm exaggerating a little is. bit, but, you know. Yeah. It feels like the Tom Brady's are fewer and far between. I don't know. Yeah. Like, it takes more specific skill than being just a good-looking tall right. thin person well, and because like right. she as like famous as she is in that community like most of the world probably knows her as tom, tom brady's, brady's wife that yeah. somehow yeah. made all this money which is so well, funny that she has so much money so much more money than him yeah. when i feel like a, most people know her because yeah of yeah. him but that's us. That's the Americans, though. That's she's true. a global thing. Yeah, I, she's, from Brazil, so. yeah she's from Brazil. Yeah, she's from Brazil. There's something don't care more to this than we don't. We're not fully grasping in terms <laughs> yeah, of the be value a of the brand. There should the be face. on Netflix. Well, I feel that way about a lot of musicians, though. It's like there's mm-hmm. a lot of music, especially like um, uh, what do you call them? DJs, like EDM DJs, yeah. Yeah. where they'll literally 
press play on iTunes and then just kind of wave their arms around for three hours. It's a lot. And of... then they make like five million dollars. It's like what the hell? Why? Are you, what are you I, being well, paid I to do? I had a big drunken argument with my brother-in-law about this. He was talking about <laughs> some of these DJs and how creative they are. I'm like, you're there. Okay. I'll grant you that there's some creativity here, but they're using music built by people who are deeply well, fathomably deeply, you know, deeper creative than yeah, they yeah, well, exactly. are. It also kind of depends on like what, so like the EDM DJs, like they're taking a lot of them, like the, well, the good ones will take, yeah. they can actually are making the song on stage. It's not necessarily just hitting play, but you do, right. when it's like a hip hop, right. When it's like a hip hop DJ, for example, and it's somebody else's song that you're just mixing, there is still skill that goes into it. But yeah, but it's not, it's a lot of more yeah. just playing the right song. For well, the right yeah, I'm not denying that there's, <clears throat> that there's something to it. I'm saying relative to the other artists, they're oh, yeah. way right. behind. Right. <laughs> yeah. I know it is interesting, though, because it's like, I don't know, because, like, I used to go to Lollapalooza every year, and, like, all the stages had, like, singers and bands that were playing mm -hmm. their own original music and all the stuff, and then there was the EDM stage, which was always just jam-packed, because... Yeah, it's huge. But it's, like, a different thing, because watching live music, it's, like, you can dance a little bit, and, like, you watch, and it's exciting, but, like, EDM, it's, like, there's lights everywhere, and everyone's just, like, mm -hmm. raging. It's, it's like, a different... Yeah. yeah, like, mm -hmm. I used to love going to EDM shows, just because it's, like, fun. It's not about the DJ really being yeah. there it's just well that's fine but why are they getting two million dollars to show up is the question because you if you can get that many people to show up <laughs> yeah. then I guess. it doesn't matter yeah, how talented true. you are well and they that. can like you know they have their songs but then it's like they can turn a like oh on my album this is a five minute song but at it's, the show, it's an eleven-minute song mm -hmm. because I can like push these four buttons and mm -hmm. then just do repeat this the chorus and like over yeah. And over. yeah, and then people just go wild. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. now we're talking. Yeah. yeah. What What does EDM stand for? Electronic, Electronic dance, dance music. Okay. Used to be called techno. That's not cool anymore. Well, techno mm -hmm. is a form of EDM. Well, yeah. There's like say. house and yeah. all yeah, that. Oh, and if you call hardcore, if you call the wrong like <laughs> subgenre, yeah. the wrong it's you get your head chopped. When off. I was a oh teenager, it was all techno. Yeah. Anything that sounded remotely like that electronic. Techno. That's all yeah, it is. Was techno. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Because Taki's got to hit the road, man. It's twelve fifty four in Minnesota. Means it's ten fifty four in L A. So Kostaki, welcome back. It's great to have you back, pal. You now we got. Uh, a lot to work with in April, did we not? We, uh, well, it'll be a, we got another few days of nuttiness probably, and then it'll be relatively quiet, and I'll, I'll call you back if you'll have me uh, to do a draft thing. Um, the draft's right. com coming up. There's going to be a lot of buzz about that, and I guess the Falcons need a quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I guess. You know, it's so funny you talked about that earlier. Atlanta is kind of like, or let me put it this way. Minnesota's kind of like Atlanta North. Both teams can't figure out how to get their head out of their ass. I don't know what the problem it's, is there. It's so true. For decades, you know. It's For like, decades. There's definitely, yeah. there's definitely something something happening that's not just the ebb and flow of chance. <laughs> and the weird deal about it is we've had five owners, and none of them could win the Super Bowl. Or ten owners, maybe. Who knows? All right, Pally. Well, great to have you back. Ah, thanks so much, guys. Always good to talk to you. Take it easy. We'll talk soon. Kostaki Economopolis, ladies and gentlemen. So what do you think? Uh, the Minnesota Twins are spending $125 million on a shortstop. The Vikings are spending tons of money. Uh, on. I mean, you got to <coughs> say, these Minnesota teams are spending a lot of money. What do you think of that? Yeah, well, it's very unusual for the Twins to spend any money. And then when you yeah. hear 
how the Vikings are have no money to spend, but somehow we're <laughs> re-signing people and extending players. So, like, I guess what they're able to do with the numbers is very bizarre. We'll see. I don't think it'll work out for the Vikings, though. I feel like we're going to be very bad. Never does. You're going to be bad? Yeah. There's too much. Kirk has still got too much of a cap hit, and we're going to lose a lot of guys on defense, I feel like, because of Yeah, that. you're probably so, right. But who knows? <clears throat> well, we got a pass rusher. That does help. But because um, we haven't had a good pass rush now in what about seventy five, eighty years? <laughs> pretty, pretty much. The well, Daniel is is hopefully he can stay healthy. But yeah, otherwise, really, yeah. ever since like Everson Griffin was in his prime, and even back to like the John Randall days, those were mm-hmm. some of our better defenses. Johnny Randall, I love Johnny Randall. Yeah, no, I've. Uh, I have a picture. When I was eight years old, I went to his football camp, and I have a picture standing next to him. And my mom always makes fun of me because he his calves were as big as like my entire body. Like he was oh, he's a big fella. You don't want to piss off Johnny Randall. Uh, one of my favorite stories a couple of years ago, I ran because I hadn't seen Johnny in a while. Talked to him, but he, his wife, his wife's a sweetheart too. Really nice person. Really nice family. <laughs> but I'm on the tee box at Golden Valley, and here comes Johnny Randall. He's going to play with us. So he walks up and he goes, hey, Tommy, come here for a second. I said, okay. So I walk over. He said, uh, he puts his arm around my shoulder and he goes, let's take a picture. So I said, oh, that sounds good. All the other guys start walking toward us. And Johnny Randall says, whoa, whoa, whoa. This picture is only for people who have been inducted into the Hall of Fame. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. Kendall Norberg took that really well, I will tell you that. I'm sure. <laughs> it was pretty funny, actually. No, Johnny Randall's a great guy, really good guy. But I wouldn't want to piss him off, no. I'll be honest with you. No, and when he says that, like, there's nothing, nobody's going to argue with him on whether or not they're going to be in that picture. You just uh, No. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's very true. But again, you could not meet a nicer guy. He's a great guy, you know. I, I think if you get on the wrong side of him, he's probably not a great guy, but, you know. Yeah. Who is? Oh. Yeah, but who is? That's exactly right. So what else is going on? Anything good? Uh, Mom and I have been watching uh, uh, the King, excuse me, the Mayor of Kingstown, which is pretty damn good so far, you think, Catherine? It is. Pretty good job. It's mobstery Renner. without the mob, kind of. Oh, speaking of the mob, i got to tell speaking you. Speaking of this, the mob. There's this movie out with Broderick Crawford. It's called The Mob, but the mob has to do with dock workers. It's the longshoremen they're talking about. Not it's not organized. Well, it is kind of organized crime, but it's not the mafia. It's it's the the longshoremen mm-hmm. smuggling right? and that kind of thing. Yeah, that kind of mm-hmm. deal. And then Roderick Crawford is is a police officer who's going to pretend that he wants to work on the docks to kind of break up this whole theft ring that's going on. Right. Mm-hmm. My favorite line. And this is that movie was made in 1951. Nine five, 1951. Okay, <laughs> this is how the world has changed. I love this line so much. So Broderick Crawford is talking to one of the other longshoremen, and he says to him, "Look, look, you gotta." Broderick Crawford always talks like this. By the way, this is how he talks. Look, you gotta do me a favor, man. I, I need a job. I gotta get on that. I gotta get on the. Uh, I gotta get on the longshoreman uh, uh, payroll. I gotta do. It. I want to. I want to be on the docks with you guys. I'm. I really want to get this done. And the other guy goes. Well, what's the deal with you? What, what, what's so important? And Broderick Crawford says, I don't know, man, but I just, I love hard work. I just love hard work. And there's a pause. And the other guy goes, I thought you told me you were Irish. Well, <laughs> what a great line. The Irish are lazy was the implication. See, now you couldn't do that anymore, I wouldn't think. No, I think no. you could. Irish people, they're fair game. 
Yes, I think <laughs> well, not a lot of people, I feel like, go out of their way to stand up for No, Well, I mean, if you think about it, uh, The Simpsons, the Hank Azaria just quit doing a poo after how many years? But yeah. somehow, groundskeeper Willie is just fine. The drunk <laughs> Scott who lives in a shed. Uh, yeah. Uder, the fat German boy, that's okay. <laughs> yeah. That's okay, too. Yeah. That's absolutely yeah, There are I definitely you- certain people who are still okay to make fun of. Did I tell you guys about the Dragnet episode with the woman who said her, her yes, daughter? Oh, God. What? Well, I'll tell it for Alex and Tevin very quick. I'll make it very quick. I've been watching a lot of old shows from the 50s and 60s to kind of see, have we made progress? Believe me, we've made tons of progress from 60 years ago, 100 years ago. We are much different people than they were 60 years ago or 100 years ago or 150 years ago, right? Mm-hmm. And an example, Dragnet with... Joe Friday, ladies and gentlemen. They show up at this woman's house because some guy apparently is pulling all these scams off, and they show up because they find out he has a girlfriend. And the cops show up, the drag nut people show up at the house, and the mom says, yeah, I don't like that guy. There's something really shady about him. I don't trust him at all. I think he's a snake. He slithers along the ground. He's got beady eyes and a forked tongue. But the problem is my daughter's not going to do any better because she's fat and ugly. Oh, my. Okay. Oh, homely. She didn't say uh, ugly. She said homely. My daughter's fat and homely. Now, here's the amazing thing. First of all, there's no way you could say that anymore on TV. People don't have a fit. And secondly, the daughter shows up. She's not homely, and she's not fat. She might be like five pounds overweight. That's about it. And you know how some people look better when they're five pounds overweight? Mm-hmm. Yeah. She looked terrific. There was nothing wrong with this woman. And then the, the woman playing the role goes... Yeah, I don't know. If I lose Jimmy, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'll never get another man. I'm, ju- I'm just not good enough. <laughs> Jesus! There's oh no way they could do that these days. Especially with somebody that wasn't fat. Right. Or ugly. Or homely. Yeah. There's no doubt about it. But no, I, I just... Uh, you know what I wouldn't mind doing? I read this on the morning show this morning. I wonder if you guys could guess who said it. Because it just speaks to... Um, to what we're doing and how we're doing. Oh, hold on one second. Let me let me grab it quickly. Be right with you. Well, here's Talk in, uh, let's see. Interesting fact about that uh, Dragnet quote. <clears throat> she was yeah. in another episode of Dragnet, the actor who played the daughter. Yeah. In which she played a character named Fat Donna. You see your picture? Yeah. She's not fat at all. Who is this person? Uh, her name is Michelle Grumet, or Grumet, maybe. It's hard to say. She's, she's not homely either. Well, I mean, maybe by 67 standards, they were a lot thinner back then. <laughs> 61, actually. <laughs> well, this episode was 67. Oh, that episode was 67. Oh, that's right. It was 67 to 70. It was the second dragnet. That's right. Yeah. You're absolutely right. But So she she was, what what, what was her character? Fat what? Yeah, she was Doris in the first one. Mm-hmm. And in the second, she was Fat Donna. Fat Donna. And she weighs about a buck twenty. Yeah, two years later, she was in <laughs> another episode, Juvenile. There you go. Where she went okay. to prison. I want to read this, and I want to see if you guys can guess who said this and when they said it. Okay? Because if it doesn't apply to today, I don't know what does. All this fighting each other and ruining each other's lives and cancel culture and all the rest of it. The word is acrimony. I mean, it's a great word, right? It means bitter, sharp hostility, especially in speech, acrimony. 
Wouldn't you say there's a lot of acrimony in the world right now with I all the bad-mouthing people? I would say it. there is. Mm-hmm. Okay, so who said this? Some conversations I have heard in our own country sound like old <laughs> records, long playing left over from the middle 30s. The debate of the 30s had its great significance and produced great results, but it took place in a different world with different needs and different tasks. It is our responsibility today to live in our own world and to identify the needs and discharge the tasks of this era. If there's any current trend toward meeting present problems with old cliches, this is the moment to stop it before it lands us all in a big bog of sterile acrimony, which is exactly what's going on today. We, just, we have got to stop this, this language where, where we're all the same and you're the same as you've always been and it hasn't gotten any better. And, and it's gotten much, much better. I'm doing the comparisons myself. Do you know who said that? No clue. Um, well, I'm guessing someone in probably the 50s because he mentioned a record. He did mention a record. It was the 60s, mm-hmm. so you were close, Andy. It was 1962. So who would have said that in 1962? Elvis. Oh, man. It's not Elvis. Let me tell you about some acrimony, man. All of the Beatles simultaneously said it. Nope. It was said by President John F. Kennedy, Yale University commencement address on June 11, 1962. He's absolutely right. It's got to stop. This happened 60 years ago. And you look back and it happened 110 years ago. And about every 50, 60 years, we have to start chirping at each other and trying to ruin each other's lives and destroying people with our language and our acrimony. It's got to stop. How anyone can think that people, whether they be white or whatever color they are, are the same as white people 150 years ago, 100 years ago, 60 years ago, it's not even close. Not even close. You watch Dragnet in uh, you know 2022. If we're still on, they wouldn't be calling women homely and fat. I can promise you that, right? Oh no, not at all. So we've gotten better. Can we? And it, nobody deserves direct credit, but as a society in America, can we not take credit for getting better? I feel like you're talking to the <clears throat> audience that already understands this, right? Like, Why? Yeah. Because the people who are actively trying to destroy the past don't care. They just want to destroy the past because it makes them more That's powerful. True. Yeah, it's true. I mean, it's like saying, but, oh, please, Mr. Tiger, don't eat me. It's it's a tiger. It's going to eat you. But I'm, what I'm saying is maybe uh, people could stand up and say, look, we've had enough of this. You need to stop now. Right. And, well, and to, like... Because you can obviously say, like, yeah, we've made a ton of progress as a community, as a society, like, over the years. But then right. the second you bring that up when somebody else is complaining about an, a wrong being done to them, then they yes. immediately attack you because it's like, well, we can't take the time to appreciate, like, oh, we have come this far. And then they go, well, mm-hmm. we're not done. It's like, yeah, you can appreciate that, hey, we have come extremely far and can still have work yep. left to do. But people don't want to have that conversation. Mm-hmm. People don't want to admit that things are okay if you really just take a step back and and look at things with an open mind. I feel like so there's, there's a lot two. of, uh, oh, you got in a car accident, did you? Well, kids are starving in Africa, mm-hmm. so. Oh. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I get yep. that, but, I mean, it still sucks that I've been in a car accident. Yeah, and that's like I heard somebody complaining about, like, gas prices, and somebody's rebuke to them was like, well, do you see what's going on in the Ukraine? Like, people are dying. Uh-huh. There's like, okay, yeah, but I can still complain about <laughs> well, exactly. paying $10 a yeah. gallon in, for gas it's in called California. called the fallacy right. of relative privation. 
There you if go. If you want to sound intellectual, say that. I, I just do. say that's a fallacious <laughs> argument. What was that again? No, we're going to say that slower. <laughs> yeah, write it down for me. <laughs> Phonetically, please. <laughs> <Right>. What? <laughs> No, I just I do. Honest to God, I, I just think it's it's absolutely terrific. Um, yes, you know, I, well, I'll, you know what? I'll give you an example of what I'm talking about. This morning, I congratulated a, a good friend of mine on getting a new position, got a new job, and I said, you know, I really enjoy this person. He's a very very nice person, and uh, you know, blah blah blah. I went on and on about this person, and actually, I was far too nice to them, but you know, that's just the way it goes. And apparently uh, they told me uh, people called in and said, well, is this another one of your friends that's already privileged? Mm. <coughs> well, Tevin, I was talking about you. Are you already privileged? <laughs> uh, last I checked, I'm not necessarily the definition of privilege, but I'm not, not privileged, <laughs> well, it's I guess. That's a pretty new shoes. Not wearing a single rag. I'm definitely not hurting, but I'm... Hair well, is kept. Privilege depends on, I guess, who you're asking. That's true. Yeah, that's yeah. the other thing is it's a purely relative term. So right. it's like you can yeah. always go up like, or down the ladder yeah. no matter who you are. You could talk to someone. You could talk to Deshaun Watson or whatever. He's making hundreds right. of millions of dollars to play football, and he'd be like, oh, well, I mean, well, look at Elon Musk. He's making billions of dollars mm, just yeah, to shit post on Twitter. Why can't I have that? Yep. Oh, Elon Musk okay, you guys have to guess him. something. You guys got to guess what happened to this man. You ready? Yes. Ready. Yep. Okay. Guy got pulled over at 4 o'clock in the morning. This just happened, uh, I think, yesterday or the day before. Where was uh, this? Was it South uh, Florida? I don't remember. I don't remember where it was. But he's driving along, and he gets pulled over at 4 o'clock in the morning because he's weaving from oh, lane to lane. Not good. Okay? Not ever a good thing. So the cop is saying, this guy's probably drunk. I better pull him over. So the guy weaves a little more, and he finally pulls over. And as the cop walks up to the car, uh, this is, again, the guy who was weaving back and forth. It's 4 o'clock in the morning. As the cop walks up, he said, oh, no, to his buddy. The guy was wearing his pants as a shirt. How? <laughs> Great. How do you... How he do you put do his, that? He, he put his arms, arms up? up the leg holes. Yeah. And was, <laughs> was his shirt pants then? How did? No, no, just his underwear. He didn't have his shirt. How, how drunk was his... this guy? Yeah. What were you watching yesterday with the drunk guy that was, he was, so, I've never seen anybody that hammered. He was falling down like constantly. Oh, and yeah. He couldn't. He was staggering to the left and then falling down, and he tried to go down some stairs. And he fell down, and then he decided to go over the hand railing. Oh, and his. I mean, he went over like I didn't even know the body could bend in the way that his body bent. He was so drunk. I was going to say, once then, you're yeah. made of liquid. Well, actually, that reminds me of speaking of uh, very bad decisions involving roads. What quickly because we're at the end of the show. No, uh, we, we haven't already. talked about the uh, bridge fatality to West Palm or to Palm Beach. It was a bridge fatality. Yeah, she. Now, what was she trying to oh. do, Andy? Was so she trying to? No, but when I was woman, there. No, an yeah. old woman about about a week ago. Not even a couple days. Oh, there was another woman that died. Were, oh, the there must have been another one. When I was there, a nine-year-old woman was crossing the street with her bike. A bridge mm -hmm. operator decided to put the bridge up while the woman was on the bridge, and she fell. She wasn't supposed to be on the bridge, though. The, the gate was down. She went around the gate. Is that what happened? Uh, well, you I never heard the details. 
You can still hit the, you know, don't kill old woman button, though. It's It's not like, hey, you went through the gate. It's blue. Your life is in your hands now, lady. Well, we were were wondering if it was an automatic gate. Like, it just is on a, you know, is is somebody up there? Yeah, there's always a bridge tender. They they arrested the woman who was the bridge tender. Oh, really? For manslaughter, yeah. They did? Yeah. Because like I said, if, I mean, if someone's on the bridge, you don't just raise it even though someone's on there. Maybe she didn't see that the person was on there? Well, uh, that's the thing is you. Yeah, she should have been paying It's not really a good, yeah, excuse. So yeah, she, uh, she might be going to prison. She probably just assumes that nobody's on the bridge because there's giant bells and flashing lights and a giant arm that comes down and takes forever. on the bridge. Absolutely. It's very obvious when the bridge is going to go up. Yeah. Yeah, it is. So, yeah. All right. Well, that's going to do it. Hell of a show. I I thought that first hour was really good because that one guy wasn't here. (laughs) I'm trying to give you guys a compliment, so pipe down. You never pipe down. Did you download our app and listen through your phone? Yes, yeah, so that's, that's what it was. Did you exactly. download the Connected family app, TBP It says app. Tom Carpool. Bernard Podcast right on it. Mm, All right, we'll talk to you tomorrow with the family.